0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Hub podcast. I'm your host, Carla Townsend. I'm a money mindset and success coach for female entrepreneurs, and my mission, if you are new here, is to simplify money so that women can finally create the freedom and success that they desire without having to hustle and burn out, as we do often. So I know there's lots of new people that have come into my world this week and last week which has just been so amazing and I felt like it was really fitting as this will be the last episode for the year of the podcast to really I guess dive into you know if 2022 wasn't the year that you felt like you nailed all your goals and you know you manifested everything that you desired to manifest and you hit your income goals and all of those sort of things who cares right that's my stance on that and like obviously we will go into this in the episode but I just feel like it's really fitting as the year is wrapping up to just reflect on the year that was and also to ask yourself a couple of really powerful questions that I have asked myself and will continue to dive deeper into over the next couple of weeks when I get some space. So I guess, first of all, if you didn't feel like you nailed all of your goals this year, honestly, it's not the end of the world, right? Time is an illusion, you know, it doesn't matter what's happening in your life, you're exactly where you were supposed to be, you're exactly at the right point right now, you're right here, you're listening to this episode for a reason, you were drawn to it. And like anything, any podcast, any audio book, any whatever that you binge or listen to and consume, if you get one golden nugget of wisdom out of it, it was worth it. That was something one of my past managers many, many moons ago said to me. He said, if it was just one nugget of wisdom, it was worth it because it could be that very thing that changes you and changes your perception that then changes your experience moving forward. So now let's get into the episode because I really wanted you to think about that as you go through this, just see what comes up. If you do have the ability to have, you know, your journal or something next to you and you can sort of write down what's coming up as I go through these questions and as we go through this episode, that'd be really handy for you. Otherwise, I'll recap the questions at the end and then, you know, when you have some space, you can go ahead and dive into them a bit deeper and see what comes up. I honestly think whenever I am asking myself really powerful questions, it's really surprising what comes up when I'm writing, because when I'm thinking about it, it's kind of different. And, you know, if you're like me, you've got a really busy mind. And often it's just so clouded, you know, and it really is hard to get that clarity and to cut through all the noise in your own head. So maybe just, yeah, get a journal, write it out, And then literally just start writing. And I swear that you'll be shocked sometimes at what comes out. You're like, I don't even know where this comes from, but I'm just going to keep writing and keep writing until you literally can't write anymore. And because honestly, there is a huge link between like journaling, like physically writing it out and the link between what you're really thinking, like in your subconscious that you can't fully tap into, you know? So it's really quite interesting. Anyway, enough of that tangent. So... If you didn't nail all your goals goals this year, it doesn't matter, right? Your life isn't over yet. You haven't failed. You're still moving in the right direction for the phase of life that you're in right now. And remember that what you focus on is what you're attracting, okay? You are always attracting what you're choosing to focus on. So whether it be positive or negative, whether it be supportive of the environment and supportive of the dreams that you have. It's, it's honestly your choice. So if you're spending time, you know, feeling sorry for yourself, or you're beating yourself up for all the actions that weren't taken, you know, just let it go. You need to shift your focus. Instead, spend time focusing on all the wins you had, you know, all the moves that you did make, all the clients that you did serve, all the progress that you made, the breakthroughs, not just professionally, not just in your business, but also personally, what are those special moments and memories that you made with your loved ones? Like focus on them because it's not always just about, um, you know, professional things that we're doing, like our goals. We should also have goals that are for our personal life, whether it be health goals or something like that, but just have different kinds of goals. So, you know, for me, even there's like being a more present mother, up leveling, you know, your mindset towards money could be one of your goals. Because then you might feel less triggered when you're trying to take actions. And it could honestly be just improving your health was one of your goals. So sometimes it's really easy to forget that your personal life also moves and expands at the same time as your business. And honestly, sometimes faster. But we often forget to stop and smell the roses. And I too am guilty of that. We're all human. But here are the three powerful questions, and I'll go through them one by one that you can go through yourself to just wrap up your year. So, question one what are you leaving behind in 2022? That might sound simple, but honestly, just reflect what served you, what didn't serve you, and what are those things that you just, you know, you kept beating yourself up about. Maybe it was a lack of action, maybe it was a lack of space to create Maybe it was, you know, a multitude of things. Maybe it was you let your health slip a little bit, let your eating habits slip a little bit, you know, so you resorted to more sugar, so you had less energy, you know what I mean. So, what are you leaving behind in 2022? So, personally, when I reflected on this question, I am choosing to leave behind the mum guilt. So, let me explain this a little bit more because I don't want anyone to feel bad if you feel this way as well, because it honestly is a normal emotion that we go through. But, however, I'm over feeling guilty for working and creating pockets in my day and my work week. Well, my work week, I just kind of work whenever I want, but (laughs) I'm over feeling guilty working on my business and developing myself. So I want my children to see what's possible. And the best way to do it is to show them, right? Monkey see, monkey do. It's not what we say, but it's the things that we do, the actions that we take that they are going to remember. So I'm going to be Explaining to them that when I am working, what I am doing and why, as well as being mindful of the time when I'm not working that I switch off. Obviously, easier said than done, of course. But I want the time that I spend with my kids to be fun and enjoyable for them and even me, even with the tantrums and the arguing. I know that every parent can relate to half the time we're just referees. But I desire to build a seven figure business that creates the freedom and the lifestyle of my dreams for my family. You know, I desire to retire my husband and then watch him thrive when he follows his passions without having to work all the commercial construction hours that he does. And I want my children to grow up learning to follow their light, their purpose, find their thing, you know, their passion and not follow the employer mentality that they'll learn in school. No offense to schools, but they don't really set kids up to think for themselves and really follow their passions. Well, not personally, in my opinion, from what I felt in my experience of schools, you know, it really teaches us to be good workers at schools, but not necessarily how to go out and create, um, you know, create your own, your own opportunities. So anyway, that's a whole other rant. We're not going to get into here, <laughs> but maybe you can resonate with that too. Maybe mum guilt something that you also are just like, you know what? I'm done with that. I'm done with that. And the next thing that I'm leaving behind is like the now, quote, small business mentality. Now, again, let me explain what this means and maybe you can also relate because it'll be different for everyone. But what I mean by like, you know, quote small is if you desire to have a seven figure business, to me, it's not a little business, right? And I don't mean in terms of structure and employees. Like I do actually want my company structure to stay small and intimate. I don't want, you know, heaps and heaps and heaps of employees. I want my structure to stay small but I desire that the level of impact to be large, you know? So think about that, you know, if you're desiring to have a seven figure business as well, then you need to be able to step into that seven figure CEO mindset and make the bold, scary moves that terrify you, but in a good kind of way, you know, like (laughs) the ones that you're just like, you're shitting yourself doing it, but you know, on the other side of it, it's just going to be, you know, pure bliss and amazing. They're the kinds of things, you know? So next year, for example, the visibility of my company, Money Mindset Hub, is going to expand tenfold, which I'm so, so excited about. And I'm so excited to take you on the journey and for you to see what's uncovering in 2023. But it's honestly time to put my big girl panties on and set up a really scalable structure that's even more simple to support that desire of mine. And the same goes for you. So at the moment, I have like a really... You know, simple systems, I am like queen of simplicity. If it's not easy, then I'm not doing it. <laughs> because if there's a shortcut, I will find it. And I know all of my clients can relate. Like the amount of times that I'm like, why don't you do this? Or this is actually what I do, you know, because I'm definitely one of those people that um I teach from experience. And trust me, if I can find a shortcut, I will. Because I just think, how many times can I kill two birds with one stone in my business? And also, I've got three kids, you know, three age kids. That are literally one, three, and five. So I'm very time-precious. Time-precious? No. <laughs> I'm very time-poor at times. So anyway, if I can find a shorter, simpler, more easy, quick way to do something, especially in my business, I will do it. But going into that, I'm like, okay, well, what is the next step? What is the next step in the right direction of building that seven figure CEO mindset that I am building on every day and every week and every month and every year? So it's time to make the impact and income that we dream of, right? And there's honestly no limits other than, one, other than the ones we put on ourselves. Oh my God, sometimes I start when I get excited and I start like, I talk too fast. If I get excited, I talk too fast. You can probably hear me. But anyway, so being intentional is key to manifesting the desires that are on our heart. And honestly, I believe that the desires on your heart are there for a reason and they're there for you to live it out. They wouldn't be there if it wasn't meant for you. You know, you think about things that like you're not even interested in, right? Like for me, it's like painting. Like i never desired to be like an artist and and paint or anything like that. Like that's just not my desire. But for some people, that's the thing that's on their heart. Like they just want to paint and they want to create in that form. And that's beautiful because it was meant for them right? So the desires that are on your heart were meant for you, but you need to be intentional with them. And it isn't just about the actions that you take. When I say being intentional, it's not just about the actions, but it's also the way that you show up. It's the way that you choose your thoughts and what you're thinking and what you're focusing on and your rituals to improve your mindset and honestly your life overall. So into question two. What are you going to be in more intentional with this year? So here are three of mine. Where am I going to be more intentional this year? Well, I say this year, we're still in 2022. The year's not over yet, but next year in 2023. Here's three. First one is being more present in the moment with my children. Honestly, I have been so guilty of this, you know, thinking about the million different things that I've got in my mind and what's coming up and You know, like running a household and a family and having little kids have all got appointments and they've got kinder and, you know, school we're going to start next year and just the multitude of things that comes with raising kids and having a home. There's just so many, right? But I also find myself often thinking about work because I am someone who's like, you know, I am someone that's really driven and I am really ambitious and I often take on too much and that's just me. But I desire to be more present in the moment with my children. So when I'm with my kids, I just want to be switched off in the moment, enjoying whatever the hell we're doing, whether it's painting, whether it's having one of our dance parties, whether it's, I don't know, building blocks, playing with the dinosaurs, doing bubbles, jumping on the trampoline, whatever. Just being a mum in those moments and watching their little faces light up. I just want to be focused on them. The next one is taking more nature walks. I used to be so good at this. I would literally like five or six days a week, I would go for a walk at least half an hour. And I would just like listen to podcasts or just listen to music depending on how I felt. And there's this beautiful like river where I live and I just walk along it. You watch the water flowing and there's this most beautiful spot for meditation. Like it's kind of where the like the river gets a little bit quieter and all you can hear is like the water and the birds and oh it's just amazing and um in my human design I am a three-five projector and in my human design it says like you know rivers are my environment so if you don't know what your environment is go and have a look at your chart but mine is actually rivers I do find a lot of peace and calm and that's where I feel quite grounded and it's honestly when I have A lot of downloads come through when I'm walking, but I've just not prioritized it as much this year and yeah, I really need that. It really fills my cup up. Maybe you're the same, right? Maybe this is a little reminder for you just to get out and walk, breathe in that fresh air, get the sun on your face, listen to nature and just connect and ground. The last one is creating more space in my week for just writing and creating in my business. This is something that I love, love, love doing. However, it's just been, you know, it's been difficult and I haven't been able to, well, now when I say I haven't been able to, because I never want to use time as an excuse because we always make time for the things that are important, but I honestly haven't created enough writing and just dead space in my calendar, in and around the kids and stuff and work and everything to just be with me. So yesterday, which is actually a perfect, perfect example. But yesterday I took myself out for lunch and I went to this restaurant, this Mexican restaurant, such cool vibe, like all the greenery inside. And I really like it. put my music in my ears, had some awesome Mexican food. And I literally sat there for a couple of hours and it was just space. And I worked and I got out of my house. I think over the last couple of years, a lot of us have just got really stuck, you know, working from home. And it's kind of like, I don't know. I love my home and I've definitely created a lot of, you know, beautiful spaces and things in my home to work, but I've spent so much bloody time in my house that I feel like it's like dimming my creativity or something. (laughs) So getting out and working from a restaurant was so good for me. And I got so much done because I was so intentional and I wasn't looking at dishes on the bench and I wasn't thinking about the washing and I just wasn't distracted. Right. So removing distractions and creating that space. So that's something I'm going to do more often as well as take myself out on solo dates to literally create, and get the hell out of my house, honestly. So the thing is here, when we do set our intentions as well around, you know, the things that we're going to be more intentional with moving into the new year, we also need to think about our boundaries. Now I want to rephrase boundaries and get you to look at it a little bit differently so boundaries can often come across like things you've got to cut, right? You know, like things you've got to cut and there's like walls, like boundaries create a wall, right? But the way I want you to look at it is your standards. What are your standards? What are the things that are just going to become non-negotiable for you to set in order to be more intentional with the things that you desire to be more intentional with and also leave behind the things that you desire to leave behind, you know, from question one and two. What are the standards that are necessary for you to then set moving into the new year with all of that in mind? So here is mine. When I'm being more present and doing these three activities, I'm going to be a self, in a self-proclaimed do not disturb mode, meaning if someone calls, I'll call them back later and I'll continually shift my thoughts and focus on doing what I'm doing in that very moment and breathing in gratitude for my life as I do it. That might sound really simple, but I'm literally just going to set myself off and set myself in do not disturb so that, yeah, it sets that standard. So when I'm in that that mode of either being present or whether I'm in that creative mode or whether I am taking those nature walks and it's just, there's nothing that's going to stop me from doing what I'm doing in that very moment. So there's some things to think about. The three questions, what are you leaving behind in 2022? What are you going to be more intentional with this year? and what standards are going to be necessary for you to set.